Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and biology graduate specialising in the human microbiome, Matilda Hansley-Davis, is talking about insect-inspired building materials with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who thinks nature is way better than us at a whole bunch of things. So a team of engineering researchers led by Professor Wenhui Duan from Monash University has created a new building material inspired by insect exoskeletons. Matilda, what's going on? (laughs) So I have to say up front, this research is way outside my area of expertise. But, you know, we love a challenge at Cosmos. We love to have a crack. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to have a try. And as a biologist by training, part of what draws me to these materials and engineering stories is this concept of biomimicry or nature-inspired design, which I think is really fun. So, so that's a cool aspect of this piece of research. Yeah, no, I really agree. I love it when we're using sort of nature to inspire. Well, basically, we steal nature's ideas and then use them to our advantage. So what what was this specific problem that these Australian researchers were trying to solve in this case? So one of the classic challenges in civil engineering is the trade-off in materials between strength and damage tolerance. Sure. So if we take something like concrete as an example, it's what's known as a brittle or semi-brittle material. And this type of material is very strong, but it's easily broken. So if concrete becomes even a little bit damaged or cracked, the whole structure can fail really quickly. Right. Okay. And that seems fairly significant because we use concrete for a whole lot of things, right, Matilda? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, Sophie. So we use concrete to build buildings. We use it to build bridges, dams, footpaths, all kinds of things. Um, I'm actually going to pause here, though, and take a little detour to just admit on air that I didn't really understand what concrete was until this week. Don't feel bad. I did a podcast last year and we talked about concrete and I didn't know the difference between concrete and cement. And I feel like you're about to tell us how different they are. (laughs) Right, exactly. So specifically the difference between concrete and cement, um, if you're not an engineer or a builder or an architect um, or a science podcaster, you might be (laughs) using them interchangeably. Um, But so the situation is cement is actually a component of concrete. So cement is a binding agent. You can use it by itself to basically act like mortar kind of to hold things together Mm -hmm. but when you mix cement powder with water and sand and rocks or gravel that's how you make concrete and I found this amazing analogy on the internet from a website called bobvila.com and uh, Bob Vila is apparently I think he's a guy who was on a lot of home improvement reality shows in the US. Oh wow okay. (laughs) So kind of an authority and he had this amazing analogy that was cement is to concrete as milk is to ice cream. So ice cream has milk in it, but it isn't milk. It's much better. And I thought that was great. I'm always going to remember that now. That is an amazing analogy. And I feel like that really sums up all the research that I had to do on concrete and cement. Okay. So we've got that sorted. We know the difference now, but how do insect exoskeletons actually fit into all of this? 
Yeah, so these Australian researchers had noticed that insects' exoskeletons are both strong and damage tolerant, which is what we kind of want in an ideal building material. Mm -hmm. And particularly insects' legs, which are made up of multiple segments, have to be strong to support the insect's body weight, but they can also absorb or release quite a lot of energy. So the example that Wei Wang, who was one of the lead authors on the paper, gave mm-hmm. me was that fleas can jump up to 150 times their own body length. So that's like a human jumping over 300 metres. Whoa. And I know that if I was to jump off something that was 300 metres and land on my legs, 100% they would shatter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely um not somewhere you want to be. Um, So for the fleas, their legs have to be strong, but also able to absorb a lot of Mm. energy from that impact when they're leaping around these huge distances. So what the research team figured out was that when these segments of the insect legs are compressed, like when the flea leaps, the segments rotate in a particular way around the joints. And this type of rotation allows the exoskeleton on the legs to be damage tolerant as well as strong. Okay, so this all sounds very, very promising, at least for um, exoskeletons and fleas. How do we translate this into new building materials for humans, though? Yeah, great question. So the researchers developed a new concrete-like building material that incorporated Mm -hmm. this same kind of rotation mechanism inspired by the insect legs. Okay. So they 3D printed a polymer scaffold in what they called a segmented honeycomb structure. So kind of like a sort of bunch of tubes attached to each other, kind of looks like a honeycomb. Honeycomb, sure. (laughs) Arranged in this particular way. And they coated the scaffold with cement to create a type of material that's strong and damage tolerant. Okay. So, and and was it? (laughs) Yeah, so the new material had a compressive strength about 200% higher than cellular foam concrete, which I had to look up. It's a kind of low-density concrete that's currently used quite commonly as a building material. And the new design also means that if the material does get damaged, if it cracks, it fails layer by layer rather than Ah. all at once, which concrete doesn't do. So like concrete, it just kind of, it gets even a little bit of cracking, the whole structure kind of fails. So the damage, if there is damage, can be contained to a smaller area and the rest of the structure stays pretty strong. So if it were used in buildings, it should be safer and more durable than conventional concrete. Wow, that is amazing. And so does this have any impact on anything else? Yes, I'm glad you asked. So the construction industry has a reasonably high carbon footprint at the moment. Currently, about 8% of global carbon dioxide emissions are estimated to come from cement production. Whoa, that is huge. Yeah. I would not have thought 8% from just cement production. Yeah, it's pretty big. And so so that feeds into concrete, obviously. And engineers actually currently build in extra concrete and cement into their designs because it is brittle. So for safety reasons, they kind of put a bit more than you theoretically really need if it were... um, more damage tolerant. Sure. So by making these materials more durable, it should help reduce those carbon emissions. And the same sort of design should also be applicable to other brittle materials like glass and cement and um, even artificial polymers. So yeah, it's pretty cool. 
So essentially we're stealing ideas from insects to make far stronger building materials that are also better for the environment. That is the vibe that I'm getting from this story, which is actually sensational. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the insects really mind. Um, no, <laughs> so let's say borrowing. Stealing is a bit emotive, but um, inspiring. <laughs> yeah, they've inspired us to make stronger buildings and save the environment. That was amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. 